Some of us work in boardrooms, some of us work in locker rooms. Joining us today all the way from Pretoria is Joey Mongalo, defence coach for the Vodacom Bulls. A former junior Springbok and Bulls player, Joey has transitioned into coaching whilst also completing a degree in industrial psychology and marketing. He'll be talking to Kerry about his stormers. I'm sorry. He'll be talking to Kerry about his story of leading from the locker room. So on the topic of leadership, I'm joined by Joey Mangalo today, who is the defense coach for the Vodacom Bulls. He is also busy studying his master's in industrial psychology and is a very good friend of my husband and myself. Joey, good morning and thanks for joining us today. Morning, Kerry. Um, I'm excited to be here this morning. So Joey, I'm going to dive straight in and ask you to tell us a little bit about your story and where your leadership journey began. Sure, Kerry. Um, I'm very fortunate to have been in various leadership positions from primary school to high school and even as a head coach of the Lions under 19s in 2016 and 2017. Um, but I want to take you right to the beginning, um, to a small Afrikaans town in Brits, uh, in the Northwest province. Um, there you only speak English out of self-defense. Um, in that space, um, my dad passed away um, when I was seven years old, unfortunately. My sister was two um, and my brother was 14 years old. Um, so through my mother, I got to see what strength of leadership looks like. Um, she's a, ma a woman who serves the Lord, um, who loves the Lord with all her heart. So I almost want to speak about a grace of leadership from her, to see how God's grace has been on her life to raise us till this day, woman alone. Um, so in that space, I got to see leadership being done, strong female leadership, um, but at the same time I was thrust into leadership without even knowing it um, because when my mother, she was a working sister, so she did a six to six shift, um, which means evenings I had to look after my sister, make sure she bathed, um, had to get her ready for the next day at school. Um, so in that way, God was sovereignly getting me ready for leadership in my adult life um, and I didn't even realize it at the time. So yeah. it's amazing in that way. So I want to move on to asking you a little bit about just your current journey as you coach high-profile teams. Could you give us a sneak preview into what it looks like to be a coach of these high-profile teams? Mm, I'd love to, Kerry, to share and bring you into my world. Um, so I like speaking in, in models. They just help me simplify my life, and I'm quite a simplistic person. Um, so I'd almost answer that question with three Ps. Um, so the first one is uh, privilege. Um, so to have been involved with the Golden Lions, um, who play all their games at Ellis Park, where South Africa won the 1995 World Cup. I mean, what a privilege. Um, then, um, by God's grace, um, I don't know Coach Jake White um, from a bar of soap before this. Um, for him to pick me um, to be the defense coach of the Bulls is just, again, how just God does things when we aren't aware. Um, I think it's Isaiah 26.3 that says, um, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is fixed upon you because he trusts you. So at that time in my life, I was trusting God for a job and he came through in a manner that I could never have done myself. Um, so then at the Bulls, that's a privilege. Um, Kerry, you know, the only South African team to have won um, a Super Rugby trophy. So for me to be saying I'm part of that history now, is something pretty special, something that I could have never done out of myself. Um, the second one is pressure, um, two forms of pressure. Um, the first one is on the family front. Um, there's a lot of traveling involved, um, so which means I have to leave my two-year-old Ziana um, with her mom Zinzi at home quite often. Um, we don't get to spend weekends together like other normal families have. So um, very thankful um, for, for those people in my life and the fact that they helped me deal with those pressures well. Um, coming home after the loss, I'm not the most, I'm not smiling like this more often. Um, 
-hmm. it takes us about 24 hours to get over loss. Um, so that's in terms of privilege um, and then pressure. So, and the second pressure is the pressure of winning games, Kerry. Ultimately, we're in that job to win rugby games. Um, so knowing how to prep well to win games and also how to deal with when you have lost games um, is something that we constantly have to deal with. Um, the last one is people. Um, I know I mentioned my wife and my daughter, but also the coaching staff, the people around us. So if we work in an environment where we understand each other, we encourage each other, we inspire each other, but also we challenge each other. Um, those people are important in my life. Um, and even friends like you and Brandon, um, even from afar, just the fact that I know you're praying for us, you're hoping for us to do well, um, that makes a difference. That support that people give us is, is, is important in our lives. Mm, very cool. We love to cheer you on from our TV on the side of the country. <laughs> even when we play Western Province? I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Okay, so currently you are the defence coach, as we've heard, of the Bulls, and previously you were of the Lions, um, both very high-profile teams that have a lot of pressures that they are facing. Um, so in preparation of the big days where you need to win, um, there's a lot that happens in the locker room and off the field, I'm sure. And um, so can you tell us a little bit about what happens or what you guys do as coaches to prepare these teams and build resilient teams? Mm, that's good, um, Kerry. So again, another model. Um, so I'm going to speak about faithfulness, faith and fruit. Um, so faithfulness is all the work that the players put in to watch opposition games. So you see, okay, I'm playing against Kerry. Kerry runs with the ball in this way. So I'll best prepare myself in, for that way. Or the team says we're playing against the Sharks this weekend. This is how the Sharks play rugby. So they do a lot of work on the back end. Um, and we then tailor our training sessions to make sure we're best prepared for that. So um, that is faithfulness. So we're saying then, um, before the Lord, before ourselves, we've done everything that we can possibly do to best prepare ourselves for the game. Um, and then once the game happens, Kerry, um, it's when the players have to keep playing. So they have to show faith in the game plan, faith in the work that they've done, especially under pressure, right? Because mm. when pressure comes, we are tempted to go away from what we've been faithful to uh, in the week and also our faith. Um, if you look even through the Bible, when pressure came, people could have wilted away. Um, it's, sure. it's those faithful disciples who kept believing the faith in their, in their plan or the faith in what the Lord had asked them to do and similar with these players. And then for us as coaches, there's literally nothing we can do on match day. So we've got to have the faith to give over that the grace that we had to do faithfulness um, will show itself on a Saturday. And then ultimately then the fruit is what we're hoping. Um, and both are fruit. So when we win, we believe, Coach Jake White says, we either win or we learn. Um, hmm. So the good fruit is when we've won. Um, and then the tougher fruit to swallow is when we're learning. But in, in, in the longer term, the learning fruit is just as good as the winning fruit. Sure, I really love that. So you either win or you learn, but yeah. both are fruit. Just yeah. uh, slightly different in flavor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The other one's a bit more bitter to swallow than the other. <laughs> so um, my husband calls you a man builder in a very endearing way, which I think is just a beautiful way to describe um, the journey that you walked for many years in building into different men's lives. Um, and I, we wanted to ask you just how do you build people that stay grounded through both success and failure? Because they're both, like you said, um, shape you in some other way. So what is your secret recipe in that? Mm, uh, just if you don't mind, one step back on that. It's amazing, Kerry, thinking about it, how God would take a man who was fatherless from the age of seven and then 
gave me fathers, uh, whether it was Marius van Heerden, who was my rugby coach, or mm. he built me up as a person, or whoever in high school, or even Jake White now as the coach of the Bulls, as a head coach, he's building me up. So I'm very thankful in the back end that somebody built me up to be who I am today. Mm. Then on the back of that, um, a friend of mine, Coach Arki Kruger, who I used to coach with at the Lions, he always said that um, rugby is not who we, it's what we do, but not who we are. Um, mm. And I love that because that just speaks to identity. Um, and as we are building men and building people, identity is a big thing. Um, that is our foundation, right, Kerry? So whether we win or lose a rugby game, it doesn't change who I am. Um, I mm. am a believer. I'm in Christ. I'm good enough. I am loved. I'm accepted. Mm. So the, the stronger I stand on that foundation, and that's what I challenge the men, is that as soon as they found their identity, then they've got a strong foundation to stand on, especially when that identity is in Christ because he doesn't change the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm. Um, so once we've got that settled, then we go on to Triple H, um, not the... <laughs> not the wrestler um, <laughs> but we I, I fight to have to help fight to challenge them um, about humility hard work and to be hungry um, so That's hungry great. is just a desire to get better carry at everything so whether I'm a husband a student a rugby player do I have a desire to get better because I'm not a complete product yet I can always get better um, Humility, um, you know, the Bible says uh, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Um, so that's one verse I'm really afraid of. I don't want to have God in the opposite change room. Um, I'd rather have <laughs> him on our side. So if humility is the way to do that, um, then we always, that's a disposition that we challenge them to be on. Um, and then the last one was hardworking. Um, Kerry, I really believe that there's so many models about success out there. But for me, I believe 90% of success is outworking everybody else who's trying to get what, you, what you're going for as well. So for God to give us grace to work as hard as we can. Um, so I'd say on those three things, Kerry, is what I'd use as a foundation to help build people and build men, I guess, in my environment. So I really love that. Humility, hard work. Hungry. Hungry. Yes. I really love that. Those are just such incredible words to hold on to and just remember. And humility is just really the bedrock, I mm. suppose, of all of it. You can't build from a place where you're not in a posture of humility. So that leads us to our last question with you. Um, where I know that you've developed over the last couple of years a framework around leadership and effective management. Mm -hmm. And um, it has three C's, no, five C's this time. Uh, so I'd love to ask you to explain a little bit around that, where it came from firstly, mm -hmm. and then explain some of the handles that you've developed on this. Yeah, um, thanks Kerry for um, that question. Um, so. I just took some time um, over the last two years and I looked back at environments, rugby environments that I've been in, um, had a look at head coaches like Johan Ackermann, um, Coach Swayze the Brain, uh, now Jake, Coach Jake White and said, okay, what did these guys all do in their environments um, to get success, to win games, um, to get people to follow them? Um, and uh, I looked at a couple of what was um, permeating, what is the golden thread through all of those? Um, and then I came up with this, what I've named default play. Um, and the reason for the name, Kerry, default play in sport is a call that a team calls when things are going haywire. So it's like, mm. what do we default to? Uh, what's the play that we call? What reminds us of our identity, of our vision and values? Um, sure. So then the five C's have become three, by the way, Kerry. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the first one is care, um, and each of them is an acronym. So for example, the care, the C is for create opportunities to communicate. 
So if you can mm. think in a work environment, so how often, yes, we can do the formal communication in a meeting, but how often do I say, hey, Kerry, we haven't spoken in a while, 15 minutes, I'm your, let's say I'm your manager, just ask me any questions. Uh, how would you do what I'm doing better? Um, that sort of thing. So in that way, mm. we just get to the personhood, you know. Um, I think also from our biblical stance is how Jesus looked upon the people um, and he had compassion upon them. So before he did anything, there was a compassion. So there I'm challenging a desire mm. for us to get to know each other. Um, then the second one is create, um, is that the coach or the manager's got a role to create, firstly, an environment, I call it a greenhouse effect, hmm. where people can thrive and not just survive in that environment. Hmm. Um, then the second one is to create traction. Um, we've put you in a role to advance whatever the movement is. Um, so there's things around there. And I've said then that's where the other two C's were absorbed, is that I'm challenging then the manager to be competent. Um, I think competent is not having it all sorted, it's to the humility to know what I'm good at and then have somebody else cover what I'm not really good at um, so that's also part of competence and then the other one is consistency I think that's very important for me especially in our South African context or in an African context where we've got different people from many different cultures and languages it's so important for us to be relationally consistent so the way I treat mm. you and the way I treat offense the way I treat somebody else has to be very similar um, and then also my consistency functional consistency the way I rock up to work um, is got to be quite consistent so that speaks True. to create um, and then the last one is uh, contextualize um, so if I'm here with you in Stellenbosch um, I would rather have a conversation in a group of people in Afrikaans because in this environment will be well received in that way so it's for me understanding context culture because mm -hmm. if I do all those two things but I'm not contextually right then they're falling onto deaf ears mm -hmm. you know um, so that's I guess uh, default play in a nutshell Kerry that's really amazing. I love the words default play. So that's sort of what do we fall back on when we're under pressure is those five that have become three C's. Yes, well done. <laughs> and I also liked what you said about um, competence of the leader and understanding what you're good at and what you're not good at. And I think that also links to that humility. Mm. So humility, I um, spoke to well, somebody that I know once spoke about humility and they were saying it's not thinking more or less of yourself it's actually having a right view of yourself mm. so understanding your strengths and weaknesses and I love how your different models your three H's and your th five C's which are now three C's have a, a lot of commonality in them and are just such solid principles that we can hold on to that have actually come from a biblical basis and mm. um, that you see truly being lived out in the sports world and seeing the fruits of it as um, these coaches are able to walk a journey with um, these amazing players um, and lead them from strength to strength and hopefully success or like you said to learn in the moments when you don't win. Mm. So Joey thank you so much for your time we really really appreciate you joining us today um, at the launch of Zawani and we hope to hear more from you. Joey is actually on the Zawani platform uh, we have uh, another story with him so uh, I encourage you to um, go to our website later and uh, have a listen to more of what Joey has to say. Thank you, Joey. Thank you very much, Kerry, and thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for having me. Um, I truly love the leadership space because I also believe that we're just one leader away from getting our country to live up to the potential that it has. So hmm. may, through these things, uh, may God raise a leader amongst us um, who will do that for us. So good. Mm. Thank you, Joey. Amen. Amen.